Welcome to the Moments Matter podcast, where empty nesting mom, Sonia, and her adulting daughter, Julia, that's me, discuss what it takes to have healthy, faithful relationships with your teens all the way into their adult years. Tune in each week as we pick a life moment and talk about why it already matters and how we can take it to the next level with actionable purpose and true joy, even when it's hard. Hi, I'm Sonia Wallenbeck, and I'm here on the Moments Matter podcast, and I am, I'm going to talk about, it was my birthday this week, and it was really strange for me this year. I turned 50 last year, and it was like this amazing, exciting, I really wanted to make it exciting for myself, because I know 50 can be a hard number for a lot of people, and people warn me about it and everything. I'm like, no, I'm going to be excited about the age that I'm turning and everything, and so it was this big deal. And you, I'm I'm going to tell you guys that uh, 51, yeah, it was a very strange age to turn for me. I, I don't know why. I, it just seemed like um, it was not a milestone year or anything. It's just another year. I like super enjoyed turning 50, but this year was like, what is even happening? I don't even know what I feel about this being 50 one. It's like you've turned this corner or something and it's like, what in the world is happening? Um, and so I like, I told, I told Kevin, I'm like, I, I don't really, I, I don't know. I usually I like to get together with, um, some friends or relatives and stuff. And I like to go do something like I want an activity done. Not that I want to party every year or anything. I just want to do something. I want to go out with friends and family and, and celebrate and do, usually I like to do an escape room. That's like one of my favorite, favorite things to do. And like this year I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I just really want to go out for dinner with you. (laughs) And that's all I really wanted to do. And I told him this a few weeks ago so that, you know, He was thinking about that and everything. But as the date got closer and everything, I just kept feeling stranger and stranger about it. I don't know why. Um, I don't know if I was like regretting that I said that and I really wanted to do something or it just hit me that I was this age. It was just a very quiet, um, weird thing that I was going through. And anyway, I... um, (laughs) The weekend actually turned into an amazing weekend because uh, my daughter and her three little kiddos came and stayed with us, and it was really great. Um, They were here for the weekend. Kevin and I went to, it was actually a very busy weekend. We went to a marriage conference. We haven't been to a marriage conference in forever, and it was very eye-opening and and different being at a marriage conference at this age versus when we were like a lot younger because there were so many things that were like, we're not doing so bad. Like you'd walk away from those marriage conferences when you were younger, right? And you'd be like, oh man, we need to work on this and this and this and this and this. You'd walk away going, I don't know if we'll ever have a good marriage. And this time it was like, yeah, we need to keep continue to be working on these things. But yeah, oh, Thank you, Lord. For once, we're like, we're actually doing some things, you know, there was a few new things and a few, the way they said things was a little different, but we're like, dude, that's cool. It was very odd to write down on the information sheet, like to see that number 30 on there. I think my husband posted on Facebook about it and I shared it and everything, but it was just different for us to see that. It was really cool because at our table, we were table hosted. We had two couples that were 
brand new. Like they were engaged couples, both of them. And they were at this marriage conference. And I'm like, that is one of the best things you can do going into your marriage. Go to those conferences, you know, get that advice from the older folks and even ask us some questions and everything. And our story by far has not ever <laughs> been, um, there's, it's a, a grace redemptive story, right? There's been a lot happening in those 30 years and and everything, but praise God that He's, you know, brought us this far. And I don't take that for granted because, you know, tomorrow we could be, you know, dealing with some other um, different crisis or thing. But for right now, praise the Lord, um, we've got our normal things that we're working on. <laughs> Nothing major, major. So we went to that and that was really exciting. Spent a few hours at home um, with the kiddos and with Ashley and, and then... Um, this happened to be the weekend that his uh, Kevin's two brothers and their wives came in for the weekend. So we went downtown Nashville and just had a good time with them, ate some dinner, did an escape room, which I got to do an escape room um, kind of for my birthday. It's also my sister-in-law's birthday um, in a couple days too. So the two of us, we were like, yeah, it's our birthday, you know, had some fun food and all that kind of stuff. And it was good. And we had a great time. And then you know, got up for church the next morning and then did, they ha- all came over for um, a meal. So we we fixed that and everything. And Ashley and the kids were still there and Simeon got there. And so we just had a lot of people. And then we went to life group and all of the things, right? Very, very busy. And then Monday was my birthday. And I, I'm like, okay, I, I did get to go um, do a great breakfast with my bestie. She took off some time from work and took me uh, to First Watch, which I love First Watch. I'll go to First Watch anytime. And I actually sampled their French toast because, you know, it's my birthday. So I could eat that. It was great. I got FaceTime uh, from all my crew. And then it was really cool because we did. We went on an amazing dinner date um, together. Kevin took me out in the convertible, left the top up so it wouldn't mess my hair up. But we went downtown and he took me to, it's called The Palm, which we read all about the history because I'm like, okay, we're in this. It obviously is you know, a pretty popular restaurant. Um, and it's got all these pictures of... Um, like drawn pictures of different stars or different music um, artists and things like that. And if they come in, then they actually sign it. And there were a ton of them that were signed. And it was really cool because we asked our waiter, you know, do famous people like come here? He goes, yeah, I, you know, I wait. I wait on uh, Ricky Skaggs. He's a uh, bluegrass. Um, we're like, yeah, we know who he is. He goes, yeah, he's one of my regulars and, you know, and everything. And we do, you know, have a good conversation. And I got to put his picture up on the wall and he signed it for me. It was just a cool experience anyway. We had a really nice dinner, really great food. But one of the interesting things uh, that Kevin did, which he's never done before, which is really interesting. It was funny because he had his phone out and I'm like, what are you doing? Because he had told me to put mine away. Um, and I, because I was answering, you know, texts from people for my birthday and stuff. And he, and, but he got his phone out and he like set it up and he's like looking at it. I'm like, what are you doing? He's scrolling through it. He goes, I have a question for you. And he literally had, I think he Googled like, questions to ask on your birthday or something like that anyway, but he had a list of questions um, that he asked me throughout the dinner. And it really caused us to like really slow down and enjoy each of the um, different courses that were brought out and just to enjoy the conversation because it didn't turn towards work or family or anything. It really was about the two of us and about me and what I thought about things. And it was just really cool. Some of the, the questions really caught me off guard a little bit. Like, 
what was my favorite difference between him and I? I'm like, oh, my lands were so different. Like, and sometimes it really bothers me that we're so different on the, we think completely opposite a lot of times, or we think we, how do I explain this one? We think of the same thing, but in opposite ways. So it totally messes up what, um, it, it totally messes up our communication because of that. It um, causes us to have an argument because we're actually saying the same thing, but we say it in totally opposite ways. And then we figure out that we're actually on the same page, but it takes us a minute. So I'm like trying to think of like, what is, what is my favorite differences about us? And I think it is, I, I told him, I said, I really, I really love, I don't know, we're, because we're opposite, I love that um, we help each other. We complement each other um, throughout. Like we can really do a ministry well, or we can really help other people well because I help him have more com- compassion and he helps me think through um, the proper way, not the proper way, um, a better way to do something and so that no steps are met, are missed. Um, and so he just slows me down. That's what he does. He slows me down and causes me to think through a process versus just like, I can see it being done. I'm going to do it, da, 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 and just, right, plunging ahead. And he slows me down. And that was, even last night, he did that for me because we usually when we go out to dinner, we like tend to talk and eat fast and not really enjoy the experience. We've just been, we just eat really fast as we're going through dinner because we're talking so much or whatever. And then we're done and we walk out the door and we've only been there for a half hour. But last night's dinner took about two hours and it was fantastic. Um, The one, I wanted to get on here and talk about the one, he asked me a really deep, well, it turned out to be a really deep question for me, a really one that I'm still contemplating on and thinking about still. he asked me, what would I tell my 25-year-old self if I could? Whew, man, that took me, I'm like, oh man, I would, I would tell her a lot of things. I just want to reach out and give her a big hug. I really do. I just want to, I just want to, I want to sit her down and I want to hold her hand and I want to tell her these things. And look in her eyes, make her look in my eyes. I want her to put her head up and look because I feel like she was she was head down and run, racing forward, trying to do all the right things and and trying to get through instead of enjoying in the moments and instead of um, really taking time to examine why she was was that way. And um, th- one of the things I said. Um, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you some of the things I came up with that I would tell her um, if we were sitting side by side and I could look her in the eyes and say, you need to give yourself grace. (laughs) Grace. Um, We had a great message on grace this last week and thinking about that and going, you know, you know, 25-year-old me, you don't have to be everything for everybody. You are not responsible for the world, even though you feel like you are. You're responsible for your, you and your inner circle. First and foremost, like you need to make this a priority, your relationship with God, because that, that's what's going to give you what you compare everything to. Like that's your ruler. That's your, you need that. Yes, you know that in your head, but it hasn't gotten to your heart yet. You're you're living your life 
you think you're living your life because you're pleasing God, but you're just trying to please man and trying to get it done. Your relationship with God really needs to take a forefront there. Um, I would say give yourself grace in your relationship with Kevin and with your girls and you can use the word no. It's it's not going to hurt. It's not going to hurt you, and it's not going to hurt the person you said no to. I promise. It's okay to say, "I need a minute." I know. I know you. You've got your head down, and you're running full force, and you're you're doing all of the things. But um, yeah, give yourself some grace. Understand that it's okay to give yourself some grace. Um. Another thing that I would really encourage her to do, I would tell her that you need to start exploring some hobbies. You need to find something that fills your soul and brings you joy. And it's not going to be easy because it's it's not easy now. I'm I'm stuck trying to figure it out because you didn't all these years. <laughs> And uh, for whatever reason, you've you've put it off and you've put it off, but um, you need to take the time to do it and keep trying different things until you find a few because it's it's okay even in this season of life that you're in, 25-year-old me, it's okay to invest in yourself a little bit because you, you haven't done that and you're trying to pull from an empty cup a lot. And you need to find those things that are going to f- keep your cup full so that you can continue to do those things that you love, take care of the people that you love, do the, you know, the reaching out and the helping of, of, of others and the ministry that you want to do. But you're, you're, you're pulling from a, a, a near empty cup. And, and I wish, and I wish I could just tell you that it's it's okay to figure out those things that do fill your cup up. Another one that I would tell her, ah, I wish, I wish I could tell her this is to to put your head up, to put your eyes up. I want you to open your heart and your eyes to what it truly means to grow in Christ. You don't have to just follow the rules and what everyone's is saying everyone else is saying or doing you know you know 25 year old me it's okay to be um discontented with what you think or what you think you know you can find different ways to explore god's word you can keep being curious if there's things from god's word or man's law that you're not sure you know just keep asking is it god's word or is it what man has said we need to do? Is it something that is a rule because it's biblical? Or is it a rule um, or an unsaid rule because that's an opinion of someone along the way? Figure out why, what it is. And it's okay to be curious. And it's okay to um, ask questions. Be careful how you ask. You need to learn a little bit sooner how to ask loving questions tie it up in love and it goes over better. I would I would really encourage you to learn that these reactions are more damaging down the, to your family and to your to your friends and your relationships. Um, but 
I, I want you to hear this one because this one is the most important because you're reacting like that and you're you're thinking you're crazy. You feel crazy in your head, but do you know what? It's not being crazy. You know what, sweet young mom? You're not crazy. You're traumatized. Your reaction to all that you've been through and all the advice that didn't make it it didn't make it okay. You're not okay. Even though you're trying to act like it is. You haven't healed yet and you're reacting to it all. You feel crazy and you act crazy. I wish I was there to share with you all that God will do in your life. He will truly redemptively heal your marriage. He will fill in the void left by others who have hurt you to your soul. He will become your all. He wants you to lift up your head and he wants you to see him. He wants you to see how he's showing you these things because God, he has, he's shown you a lot about who he's made you to be and you're you're doing really well. At 51. He wanted to show you earlier and you, you just couldn't hear it, but he knows. He knows all the times that you were misunderstood or that you weren't heard or maybe that you weren't recognized for who he made you to be. He knows every time that you get squashed for having the passion that you have for the injustice in the world. He knows you want to fight for those things that are are good and for others. But he also knows that there's a healing that needs to be placed, um, take place in you. And he's willing to do it. He's waiting for you, 25-year-old you. He he's here. He will heal all that is broken inside of you. Those things that make you a crazy hot mess. Remember that book you want to write in the title that you're thinking about, The Crazy Hot Mess, hashtag blessed? You're not crazy. You never were crazy. You were traumatized and working through the trauma. Your needs weren't being met. You were very misunderstood. And you didn't feel seen. But dear younger me, you are cherished. You are seen. You are understood. And you will heal. So many things have gone through my head just in the last couple of days about this. Well, it's not even a couple days. It literally happened last night and I haven't been able to stop thinking about it since those things that I wish that younger me had known. I'm so, so very thankful. I was telling Kevin last night that we did not have social media back then because I had enough pressure and I want her to know that um, just the pressure of trying to, you know, make my kids dress the way that they should be in the um, the right uh 
activities that they should and all those things. And we waited so long for some things that it would have been okay. It would have been okay if we had done a few things with our kids earlier or we didn't um, have to stress on different things. I'm, I'm, I'm talking in circles, but what I mean is like we didn't for the longest time put our kids in... Um, you know, sports outside of of the school. But then we were like, no, that's a good place for our kids to learn to be able to share Christ with others that might not have heard it before. Let's do this. Let's be a part of this. But it felt like it it, you know, we had enough things in our in our bubble, in our circle of Christian friends and Christian, you know, school and all of that. But at the same time, no, we need to get out in our community more. We needed to pull to pull our kids, not from the school. I'm not saying that because the Christian education was one of the best educations they ever got. And they were in the right place with the right teachers and all of that um, for their years. But having them have more opportunities within the community, um, just like my husband and I, why why didn't I look for those opportunities? Um, I, I needed to do those things um, earlier than I did. I I also wanted my 25-year-old self to realize that there there were resources out there. You just have to look for them and not to be afraid to look for them. It's okay to look for different resources other than what's right in front of you in your in your inner circle right there that feels like you can't step out of sometimes. It's okay to ex- just explore. Obviously, you're asking Christ to lead you and you're asking him to show you these different places and these different people. And maybe it's a Bible study outside of what your church has. Is it a biblical Bible study? Is it with women who are, are who are craving what the Lord has for them? It's okay to do that. It's okay. I would tell her, yes, size doesn't matter, <laughs> right? It's okay. Um, after having babies, I think I didn't, I wasn't quite at three babies, but I know that the weight came on. Um, but it's okay to actually start talking then about how important food choices are. I wish I had done that earlier, right? I wish I had um, actually paid attention to what was, what was more nutritional in my life. I would tell her that like that is important. It really is super important because this later in life stuff is just harder. And then it's like my girls are trying to figure out they're teaching me, which is awesome and amazing. And we're we're doing this together still, but I probably would have been better in the home to do it. Um, and it's okay. I know a lot of times it, because of all those trauma things that had happened in my life, I turned to food and I turned to that kind of comfort and and it just kind of got out of hand. And I just want to encourage her that there were other ways to deal with those things and there were other ways um, not to stop looking for those ways, even when it seems so hard and so difficult. 25 is such a tender age, I think, because you're just starting out in marriage and you're just starting out with parenting. Um, a lot of people are, or they're they're just starting out in marriage now. It's it seems uh, people are getting married later in life, or and um, it's what else would I tell myself? Right? It's like ah, if I had learned about the just even cleaning my house, like the whole fifteen minute pickup every night, even if it was just Kevin and I putting things back in their place, learn that habit back then, it would have made some life things easier. Learn to cook sooner. I cooked things, but I didn't cook things. I didn't, I don't know if that would have changed my outlook on it now if I had 
dug into it earlier in life, maybe. I don't know. I would encourage her though to really try to um, figure out some new ways to cook and different things to do. So maybe I wouldn't have it so hard now at 51. I definitely would tell her, you do like running. You say you hate running. The only way you would run is if someone was chasing you. Uh, that's not true. Um, but it is easier to run when you have less weight. And believe me, I'm not running right now. Um, <laughs> so trying to get back there so that I can run again. It was really, it's really fun. Um, I actually like to do those things. Um, it's okay to do, <laughs> this is really funny. And I know this sounds weird, but it is okay to collect books. I do collect books and it is for a good reason because it was after 25 that I actually um, got caught up in reading things that I shouldn't read. And it's okay to start um, earlier collecting good good Christian authors and having those good things on hand um, for your girls and for your friends. And it would help you stay out of the road you walk down with literature um, and what you brought into your home and your marriage through that. Um, so I would definitely encourage you in that. Um, it's okay to do that. Um, uh, as far as like the hobbies go, back to that again, I guess. Just, I, I I really need you to to try a few things and figure it out so that I didn't have to do that now because I don't know, still feels funny. I know. I think it's my personality. Um, another thing I would tell 25-year-old me the more I think about it. Um, learn to dream. Like really dream. I'm struggling with that at 51 of knowing how to do that because I haven't really um, done, I've done that with Kevin like for our lives, but like for as far as myself, I've never said, oh, I want to, I don't know. I, I just never have. And um, that would be a good thing for you to explore at 25 or even earlier. That would have been good too. Um, this was a really deep question he asked me and it really took me down some deep roads in some, had some tears over it a little bit. What would I tell her? But the, the thing, I, I guess, like I said before, you're not crazy. Even those others say that you are, even though your husband kind of said you are. Um, he didn't kind of say it. He, he said that a couple of times, but now that I said that to him last night, he like, ah, he goes, that is so true. But what we didn't know back then, right? We didn't know and understand these things. You're not crazy. You were traumatized and you were dealing with trauma the only way you knew how. And it was coming out. It was leaking out every part of you. And it came out in a lot of anger and a lot of... um harsh words that came out fast. You didn't know how to respond back then. You definitely reacted to a lot of things um, or you bottled things up and kept them in and it forced a lot of things on your body because you keep everything. The body keeps the score, right? There's a book out there called that. The body keeps the score. And so it, it, it builds up in your, in your muscles and in your joints and in your, you know, it, your body likes to keep you safe. So it, it hoards things. Uh, meaning it hoards all of the calories you put in it too. And it doesn't like to release them because it's keeping you safe. Um, just learning these things at an earlier age and knowing them at that age would have been very, very helpful. It's okay that you didn't learn it back then. It really is. And I'm not saying that um, 
everything that I've experienced since then. I would have wanted to know back at 25 because I probably would have went running the other way. Um, I've definitely needed the time and the space and the things that God placed in my life to see and to learn the things that I did. I wouldn't tell her everything. I, um, a lot of it, right? But those core things, I would definitely um, encourage her on a few things. I really would. That he didn't make a mistake when he made made her. Um, <laughs> she is a, she can be a very passionate, confident person if she would just lift her eyes up. She put her head down and she moved on forward. She did, but she didn't put her head up very often. And that, that I guess, is the key piece. If you're in that situation, young moms that are listening, and you, you can take a notice, if you can stop and take a notice, are you keeping your head down, just doing all the things? Are you just, you know, making it through where you're cooking the dinners and cleaning the house and taking care of the hubby and taking care of the kids and is your head down or are your, is your head up and your eyes lifted up? Is your heart open to those things that God wants to teach you? Are you listening to the right people? Are you getting the right um, voices in your ear? Who are you listening to? Who are you, you know, asking God to show you what woman can you ask to mentor you and to help you through these next few years? What counselor can you go to to work through some of those things possibly that that you are um, dealing with? Do you feel crazy? Why do you feel crazy? Is it craziness because of depression? Is it craziness because of invasive, you know, invasive thoughts? Is it fear? Is it, what is it? If you can figure it out, if you have ways to do that, I would encourage you to do it. Keep your eyes and you keep your head up and your eyes open to what God is trying to speak to you in these early days. It's okay. We're as you go on with life, I wouldn't trade the last 25, 26 years um, for anything. He's taught me so much. He's brought me to where I am now through each and everything that I've done um, or had happen, <laughs> lived through all the experiences. Of course, would I want to avoid some things out of my own? Uh, yes. Like if I could have known some things earlier, if I could have learned how to respond to people a lot quicker, if I could have you know, learned that um, one of my needs is not to be misunderstood. And that's why I got so in that my, I have a passion and that's why it comes out crazy and loud and all of those things. Of course, if I had learned those things earlier, I would have loved to do that. So I encourage you, don't stop exploring all of your reactions and your responses and why did God make me this way? And, and how can I better use them for Him? He has a plan just for you. He has a reason. He has the best version of yourself that He wants you to live. He has those hobbies out there that are going to fill you up, fill your cup with joy and with um, energy and able to, so you're able to do those things that He's asking of you to pour into those other people that come in on your path. Um, yeah, those are just some of the, I know, I'm, I'm starting to babble now, so I'm going to stop because it just is, the same things over and over, but I would, I would take some time and I would 
ask yourself that question, what would I tell my younger self? Or what should I listen to now? What is God trying to tell me if you're in that young stage? Even if you're, you know, 25, what would my 20-year-old, you know, what would I tell my 20-year-old self? Just think back five years. You don't have to think back 25 years. What would I tell, you know, myself? Uh, Just a thought. Anyway, it's my birthday and I turned 51 and it was a different kind of birthday, but ended up being very um, something to really think about and consider. Um, And actually just some healing within it, right? Understanding myself more now and why I did the things I did back then. So with that being said, thank you for listening in on today's episode. If you enjoyed hearing me chat, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcast. Or if you aren't listening on Apple, you can always subscribe so that you'll get notifications when new episodes come out. Or I'd honestly love it if you would share this with someone you might think, might have thought about and said, oh, they're going through that stage of life too. Always extremely thankful for all of your feedback and when you share our conversation with other women. We do this to encourage and inspire you to thrive in all the moments instead of just surviving through them. We know that moments matter and you never know which moments will end up mattering the most. So we're here to give you actionable steps towards taking them to the next level for the present and for eternity. 